Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Beardy and the Geek. I am Beardy, I am Enotokuna, with me is the Geek. Ryan Huff, how are we doing today? Ryan, 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 how are you doing? And how was Free Convict Day for you? You know what, it was uh, it was reasonably uneventful uh, for me. Unfortunately, I went out to the comic shop in Liverpool, which is my local, even though it's, you know, 40 kilometres away. Uh, yes. Went out there and, and checked the place out and, you know... It's completely ungeeky of me, but it was too busy. <laughs> a busy comic book store. Yeah, I know. My word. <laughs> Lines were out the door, and I just couldn't get in. So, um, so I actually turned around and went and fed my face instead. <laughs> good man, good man. Well, it's great to see, isn't it? It's great to see that there was such a turnout on the day, and people actually went around to support their stores as well as maybe get their hands on some up and coming free comics. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it amazes me. Looking back a couple of years, it was really nothing, and all you really had was, um, you know, like the Marvel chronology, which wasn't so much a free comic book as just Marvel telling you these are the books that you should buy and in what order. Glorified press release, really. Yeah, they really were, and they weren't even in the standard comic book size. They were just using sort of this crazy mishmash of, of off-cut sheets of paper. Um, but nowadays, it's, uh, I mean everyone's doing it and it's it's fantastic to see yeah it's beautiful i i mean i got my hands on um the new gilbert hernandez book marble season and atomic robo and i think a new chris robertson which is the i think it's called the outsiders and they're all like they look like good quality books oh and um the eerie the eerie book from fantagraphics which is you know old school horror you know which i love yeah, well, it seems as though it's not so much just a marketing pitch anymore because uh, Aphrodite, Aphrodite 9, I believe it is, um, they've actually launched their first issue. And so the next issue that comes out is number two, and you pay for that one. Hmm. Um, you know, it's something a bit different where that number one, will it now no longer be, you know, you, you always think that number one's going to be worth more and you got the speculators that'll buy 10 covers of every different one, Yeah. but will it be worth more? Will it be worth less? Will it be, you know, but then again, is it also just a, an introduction, not an essential sort of mm. part of the reading, but regardless, I mean, comic, uh, the comic shop in Liverpool was off the hook. It was absolutely jam packed. And uh, from a few of the photos that I've seen, King's Comics were really doing a bumper trade as well. Yeah. Um, but from what I can see, I was really jealous that I wasn't in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, All Star really. They knocked it out of the park this year. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, I went along and they had this wonderful little literal artist's alley set up a few doors down from the store itself where you had a range of cartoonists and artists so the likes of Scarlett Puccini we talked to there just before Frank Condoloro, Tim Malloy uh, you had Jason Franks you had all these different people sketching away for folks and giving them their their wares and uh, oh it was just it was fantastic and then inside the store itself you know packed to the rafters absolutely jammers and uh they had great offers on the titles on the shelves, as well as a. I think they had every single free comic book ti day title there. So uh, yeah, it was fantastic. And I, no, a hat goes off to the two lads who run the store because they, they had a great team of volunteers, all dressed up in cosplay, and they really they got people in and out of the store. But they also gave them an experience and like made it very inviting and made it very fun. And I think that's exactly what you need to do. So it was brilliant. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny because each each one of the stores, from photos that I've seen and everything else, 
they almost seem to have a mini con experience. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, Facebook's great because we're able to track all the different stores. All the stores are get a little more social network savvy. So you have all these photos from uh, Gifts for the Geek as well because they had... Paul Abstruse and Paul Mason out there as mm-hmm. well, so they seem to be doing well too. And then you had Kings, as you said, All Star, Ace Comics up in Brisbane, all these different stores uh, really sharing what's going on in the day. And that really wants you to get involved. You know, oh, I need to go down to the store and, and meet that guy dressed as Cyclops or whatever it is. You know, really becomes this event you want to be a part of. As you say, a mini con. Yeah, well, I've, I've actually seen through Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, there were a few people up here that were going from store to store as well. Mm. They weren't just sort of going to their local. There were a lot of people that were going to, you know, Kinokuniya, and then they were going to King's, yes. and then they were going on to the next one and the next one. So, um, oh, man, it was, like, it's a great day. And I can only imagine that in, you know, five years' time, ten years' time, as long as the bubble doesn't burst, yeah. um, it's only going to get bigger and better. Yeah, yeah. And it, as we say, it's a, it's a fantastic local event too and you know these local businesses are get, all getting stuck into it in really creative ways but in other news I, 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 some happy news I think uh, once again from Melbourne but uh, we just Ryan and I wanted to wish congratulations to Paul and Flora Bedford uh, their happy little bundle of joy on the way yeah I mean a, a new entry into the world is always a good thing and uh, I mean I think that Fleur could probably use a bit of uh, a bit of backup, um, having having Paul in the house. As long as she doesn't have a Paul Junior, um, you know that that could be terrible. But uh, look, realistically, everything everything that I know about uh, Paul, he's you know he's an absolute gentleman. He's rough as guts, but uh, a really really top bloke, and it couldn't happen to two two better people. Yeah, and uh, for any one of those. Listening, we don't know um, Paul Bedford, obviously the creator of the list, uh, but he's such a huge part of the scene here, and he really he gets out there and he meets and talks to people. A very gregarious, really friendly guy. Um, so yeah, couldn't could be better news for better people. Uh, absolutely over the moon for them both. And I think that's what just it's always good when good things happen <laughs> to good people. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You know, and and the Bedfords, they're good people. They are. They're fine folks. Well, sir, I mean, before we um, this episode, we're going to be talking about Comic Gong in, in Wollongong City Libraries. But before we get to that, there is one last item I thought we should touch on, which is you've got some news for us, don't you? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's news. We're probably a little bit late because my part of the news is already uh, pretty much determined. But um, this coming week, from Friday the 10th of May until Saturday the 18th of May at the Japan Foundation Gallery in uh, Shifley Plaza in Sydney, there's an Evangelion exhibition. Now, I'm I'm a massive Neon Genesis Evangelion fan, and this is the first time, apart from uh, Gold Coast, where it's just come from, this is the first time this exhibition's been outside of Japan. So there's going to be uh, there's art and there's merchandise, which is always a cool thing as well. On the 11th, we're going to have a Q&A with uh, Yuka Miyamura, who is the Japanese voice actress behind Asuka. Uh, we're going to do a Q&A there, and there's going to be uh, a workshop after that, and there's going to be signings, and, and it should be a really good day as long as I don't completely stuff it. No, 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 no. Anyone, anyone out there? I mean, if you listen to the show, um, you know, Ryan is a fine presenter. But uh, if you if you listen to the show, you already know how how good he is at this thing kind of thing. But 
I thought your segment on Kapow as well showed that you're well able for this kind of thing. I'm, I'm over the moon for you, mate. And I can't wait to hear how the event goes on the day. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it should be great. And and I think the reason I'm really looking forward to it is because I love Evangelion. And and um, I know it sounds stupid, but you have a Q and A, and everyone's there to see the actress. They're not, not there to me. I'm looking forward to hearing her answers just as much as anyone else in the. Yeah. Audience. So um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not just sort of going through the motions. So exactly. And and that was the thing with Kapow as well, because I was talking about the deep. So like, I, I could talk about. And I could talk about Neon Genesis forever. Luckily, I'm limited to about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, an engaged host, in my experience, is the best kind of host. That's what you want. You want someone who cares about what they're talking about. Absolutely. Now, unfortunately, that Q&A session's already booked out. It was, uh, it was completely, all of the seats were completely booked out within about, um, I think it was a day and a half or two days. So, um, but they do have a waiting list, and um, and another thing with the voice acting workshop, there's still time to get in uh, your applications to get in on that. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing who uh, who's going to step up to the play for that one. Oh, that that reminds me, actually, uh, folks listening, I recently won a competition courtesy of Mr. Ryan here. There's there's no nepotism involved at all. <laughs> I assure you. But uh, yes, it was the voice acting session with Chrisman Freeman, wasn't it? And that was yes. that was an absolute joy. I really, really had a lot of fun doing that. And I, like, I, no ambitions to be an actor whatsoever, but actually getting one-on-one acting tutorial with a voice actor of his caliber was just was brilliant. It was a great experience. What I love about Crispin Freeman is that he's not just like the anime voice over guy. He's he's like an artist. He's an he's an actor. Uh, it just so happens that he uses his voice for most of the roles that he does. But, um, you know, uh, as far as I understand, he didn't just go into, this is how you play a character from Dragon Ball. It was just using your voice. No, yeah, it was, it was, act- it was a very good acting one-on-one session. Like, really very ed- informative, very educational, great experience. And I think everyone who took part in that session that I was part of, came away feeling really enthusiastic and energized. In fact, it was a chap from Melbourne, it wasn't me, <laughs> it was a chap from Melbourne who knocked it out of the park on the day. He was the best candidate of everybody there. And I know he really went away just feeling really enthused and up for his, his next audition. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Very yeah, good that, teacher. Well, well, I'm really glad that you said that. Um, you know, he does hold these things reasonably frequently. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's something that people could uh, could definitely look up. Just get on the interwebs and Google voice acting mastery, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, see if you can jump on one of his uh, one of his courses. Great stuff, great stuff. Well... I think that's we we we've ticked off all the news. Um, this now we're going to get to the main event. Uh, this is a pickup from myself and Ryan. Just are introducing the main segment, which is a talk about Comic Gong, which is going to be held in Coromel Community Centre on the 18th of May from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And shortly, I will be speaking to Stephanie and Laura, who are two of the organisers of the event. Now, what I'm really excited about is. That this is a small-scale local event, but it, it also represents and shows to people that there is interest in these kind of things on a smaller scale, but very still very passionate, very enthusiastic people who are behind it. So we, I wanted to represent that. I wanted to put the word out about it. And maybe next year uh, it can be bigger again. And it would be great to see if this comes back and becomes a regular feature in a, in a town like Carmel, 
um, which, you know, my wife's from the area, so I've been there many times. Um, so yeah, I, we've got Julie Dietrich from Black Mermaid Productions. I think she's going to be launching a title there. Uh, Sarah Howell uh, from Squish Face here in Melbourne. She's going to be doing a masterclass. And um, Ryan, what do you think of that wonderful poster from Marcelo Baez? First of all, that poster is just gorgeous. It's, um, I mean, it, it speaks everything about comic books, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, everything from the, the art itself, the coloring, the typeset. It's, um, the poster is just really, really great. Now, I don't know if Marcelo actually um, inserted all the typography himself. If he did, he's a genius. Mm. Um, but just in general, it really grabs the eye, and it's a gorgeous, gorgeous poster. Yeah, if anyone who is not familiar with his work, uh, Marcelo does a lot of uh, editorial uh, art for magazines, but he's also a comic creator on his own right. And I do recall uh, someone I won't I won't give out their name uh, over a couple of drinks once telling me that Marcelo is probably the the best illustrator in Australia, or at least he's ranking up there. Uh, and he's certainly with this, he's really delivered something fantastic. He has. I mean, um, Space Monkey. Yeah, Space Monkey, pure comics right there. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so well, hopefully uh, you, you'll be interested enough to come along on the day and support these folks and uh, put the word out about it so that there's a very large turnout on the 18th of May. And yeah, maybe in 2014 it'll be even bigger again. I would, what I'd be pushing for is for a smaller scale comics type event, but one that takes over uh, the course of two days. Uh, that would be that would be good, like a good a decent weekend. So Carmel caters to that. Carmel's got a fine community center. That should be fine. But I'm also really interested in it that it's you've got the involvement of libraries because libraries are public spaces. Libraries are uh, a great supporter of comics, and so it's fantastic to see that they're getting stuck into this too. So yeah, next year, 2014, two day event, Comic Gong. I'd love to see that. I just love the name, like yeah. Comic Gong. It's it's simple, but you know, I mean, keep it simple and, and keep people happy. Comic Gong. Just Do you think it's, it's just one of those things that someone has come up with and they've gone, I've got it. <laughs> Light bulb moment. Wait, wait, guys, guys, shut up, guys. Comic Gong. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Well, um, yeah. In a moment, we'll have Stephanie and Laura talking to us and we'll actually get into the nitty and gritty of what Comic Gong's all about. Enjoy. Cheers, folks. Hello again, everyone, and I'm now joined by Steph Daly and Laura Gomez to talk about Comic Gong on the 18th of May in Carmel Community Centre. Thank you so much for joining us on Beardy and the Geek. Thank you. Hey, guys. <laughs> Wonderful. We're really excited to uh, see what actually happens on the day, and Ryan and I were just talking about that beautiful poster campaign that Marcelo Baez has done for you. Uh, that it's just a stunning, it's pure comics. It's just a beautiful image. Um, so I'm really hoping that where it gets out and people come along on the day and get to enjoy what you folks are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have um, Marcelo coming on the day as well, so that should be pretty cool for people to be able to meet the person who made the poster. Brilliant. It's cool. Kind of workshops as well. So he's running a few workshops throughout the day. Also with uh, Sarah Howe and Matt Lynn. Okay. okay, so you've got three workshops from Marcelo, Sarah, and Matt. Is that correct? 
And is there anything yep. else going on in that, in that regard? Um, well, with those three workshops, you'll be able to um, come and go as you please. So they're, they're in set blocks. So we've yep. got ones for um, six to 12-year-olds, mm-hmm. and that's with Matt Lynn. And then we've got um, Marcelo doing one for the youth, which goes from um, so 13 to 17-year-olds. And then Sarah Howe's running the workshop for 17 and overs. So we've got them kind of divided up so there's a good mix of everything happening. But range between an hour and an hour and a half each. And then that's that's kind of a it no, well that's kind of a different thing you're offering, aren't you? It's not just a comics fair. You're actually holding these master classes and giving something back to the young people who maybe have an interest in getting into comics art or illustration. Yeah, um, but previously when we've held um, mini workshops at the um, council libraries, they're booked out and we can't keep up with them. And um, often it's just for school children, like younger children. And um, I know there's been a request um, through the young adult clubs that we've um, run through the library to have more anime, um, more manga kind of workshop style stuff. And so that's been um, really good. Makes it more interactive on the day as well, just to mix it up with the different age groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's really good. And um, I mean, just on that point, I mean, how did this all come about in the first place? Did you guys get the ball rolling a year ago, or is this is this very recent development? Or do you see a lot of interest in uh-huh. some of this? Yeah, well, I'm the um, so Laura May. <laughs> yes. I'm the children's and youth um, officer here at the Wollongong Council, and um, I have just recently started up just last year a young adult um, club here at the library and a lot of them are into graphic novels, manga and comics and um, my reasoning um, with starting something like this along with um, Peter, the children's librarian, is um, we've we've sort of gauged what interest there was out in the public and with the with the youth for something like this and and looking uh, for a sort of gap in the community of something that we don't do that I think we should do because mm-hmm. it's not just the children but everyone enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes at comics go across all the different age groups. So we sort of come up with the idea um, last, the end of last year, and um, and then for something was a small idea sort of expanded and then we realised that we don't have enough time to run it last year, so that's why it sort of ended up with May and then organising with um, King's Comics. Um, I know it was close to Free Comic Book Day and so we just sort of tried to... Uh, not leave it too long because it was something that the staff here are really excited about running and we couldn't wait a whole year. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> well, well free, free Comic Book Day is a good example of a grassroots-type movement because I believe it was one retailer came up with that idea and it's gone international. And it's yeah. all about trying to get these retailers, get some attention to these retailers, but also invite people into the store who never bought comics before, never had an interest in comics before, maybe inspire them to get into comics and see what the potential is. Um, here in Melbourne, just on the weekend for Free Comic Book Day, we had a laneway full of artists just showing, just doing quick sketches and giving them out. And once again, that can be very inspiring for young people to see, look, this person makes their living from drawing Batman. <laughs> punching out the joker you know that th- there is this is an avenue for you yeah 
And I think with our event at Comic-Con, we've got an artist alley happening. So it's similar to the other events that you'll see around. And we've got a lot of local artists that are coming in um, and they can have all their comic books that they make there. And, I mean, um, they can draw little sketches. That's kind of up to them what they're into on the day. But it's good for, you know, the kids and even the adults. They'll be able to meet these guys who do make their living through comics, as you said. So... I think that provides a little bit more, um, it's kind of like back to the beginning of these festivals where it was about the artists, not so much about the toy shops. Yeah, exactly. Speaking, um, going back to Free Comic Book Day, uh, King's Comics has also um, provided everyone who attends Comic Gong with a free comic. So they can look forward to that when they come. Yeah, that'll be good. Brilliant. And I'm really ex excited about how libraries' involvement in comics is, is getting more and more interesting because, you know, a library is a public space. A library is somewhere where you should feel welcome, where you should come along and be able to do whatever you want. And when I was living, I used to live out in the Illawarra, and I remember there, there was fantastic comic selection in the Thoreau Public Library. Uh, I used to go in there and pick up some really great titles. And I'm really interested to see how you guys are actually on top of the comic scene and putting such great work out there. Uh, well, lately we've been growing our comic collection, um, mainly the graphic novels. So it's much bigger probably than when you were um, yeah. in, the, in the Illawarra. But we've got a great relationship happening at the moment with King's Comics where they've um, provided us with the tools to kind of go through and pick which, which comics that we think we need. Mm -hmm. um, so And then we've got suggestions coming in all the time from um, as I previously mentioned, our, our youth clubs. And we're really just trying to get stuff that everybody is interested in. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got, personally speaking, we've got a good collection of X-Men ones that are happening at the moment. <laughs> um, and, and Batman. Like, so we're really building like different story arcs in there. So it's really good now. And it's going to all our branches too. It's not just um, confined to one. Mm -hmm. So that makes it good. It, it spreads it out around the community. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember being in uh, Coromel Library and I found a copy of Kieran Gillen's, I think it was Sword, which was an X-Men title. And yep. I think there's somebody here who's got taste. <laughs> That's all I can think of the time. There's somebody here who knows what they're talking about. Well, we like to think that we know what we're talking about. So <laughs> I enjoy our comic collection. <laughs> um, so yeah, you've got uh, a Saturday... 18th of May, so it's one day event. Um, is it depending on how this year goes? Um, could we be seeing something this like this in the future again? Maybe a regular annual event, or is that something you have provisional plans in place for? Uh, well, that's what we're hoping for. So yeah. um, this year is kind of testing the waters, seeing whether this is something that the Illawarra region needs. Mm -hmm. um, and if this goes successfully, then we're definitely going to be trying to push this. Um, to an annual event and have it for longer um, and then bigger, yeah, bigger. <laughs> mm. And, you know, hopefully a couple of years down the track we can turn it into, you know, a massive weekend event um, that can kind of be up there and contend with Supernova. Yeah, yeah, well, that would be great. That would be great to see. Um, particularly because it is focused on comics as opposed yeah. to general pop culture. Yeah, so it would have its differences between something like Supernova. Um, obviously, we want to keep it based around the library um, yeah. Yeah. because that, that's our core service, but we want to open up the world of comics too, so we really want to just kind of spread it out around and keep it 
all about the the reading comics and the and the um, kind of culture that that creates. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. And I understand you've got a Facebook event page as well. If you want to check it out. We do. So if you go to our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Wollongong City Libraries. Uh, libraries is in L-I-B-R-A-R-I-E-S. <laughs> um, you'll, you'll find if you like our page there, you can join the event page for Comic-Con. And we're doing updates on things that are coming up still. Um, and closer up to the day will be... Um, just reminding everyone when we've got costume competitions happening for all different age groups. Um, so, you know, we're going to be really pushing all the stuff that's happening so everyone knows what's going on. Brilliant. Well, I, I can't wait for the day itself. Uh, I, I can't wait to see how it goes and all, all the folks checking out comics for maybe for the first time and getting them started in a whole new interest. So it's great to it's see you guys exciting. come up with one of this. Yeah, it'll be exciting. I can't wait to see people... Uh, just really get in there and really enjoy themselves. It will be good. I can't wait for the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> excellent stuff, excellent. Well, listen, thanks for chatting to me. And um, re as I said, really looking forward to the event. And I'm hoping this becomes a feature on the local comic scene calendar. So away. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No worries, thank you.